0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. New
1: Year's food and drink. There are lots of great, sparkling ones from every single region of the world. Truly. What to put on your charcuterie board? I want my Umami, I want my sweet, I want my salty I want my protein, I want my carbs And looking ahead to food trends in 2022
2: This is a podcast about food in and around Philadelphia
0: That's a quick, delicious, flavorful bite It was
2: really hard for me to get into it Stories from behind the kitchen This is a wood-burning oven from Italy It is intense And hear about quirky stuff, too Eat a pint of ice cream as quickly as you can And then resume the 5K This is What's Cooking on KYW I'm Hadass Kuznets here at at the Royal 1524 South Street with owner Jill Weber, who also owns Jet Wine Bar across the street. And uh, as part of your expertise, we are talking about wines and champagnes for new year's eve and what goes with them so first of all let's open by talking about this beautiful new venue
1: so we're standing in one little space on the mezzanine of this big beautiful restaurant we're in the former royal theater thus rex at the royal but you know we have spaces for parties we have private dining we have private lounging we have a bottle shop a cafe one of the most beautiful dining rooms in Philadelphia, as far as I'm concerned. But after a long, long time that the theater was closed, we are now open again, playing live music at least once a week, and you can come hang out at the bar and eat. Why did you choose to move from Rex to Rex at the Royal? Just a couple doors down, right? Just a couple doors down, but if you, us, if you just look behind you, you see that bar right there, and once again, in just the little lounge on the mezzanine, that bar used to be the main bar in our old restaurant so it this is immeasurably larger that sat 40 people 45 this seats 120 you know it's it's just it's an and and it's just high ceilings beautiful beautiful floors
2: chandeliers
1: couches and tables and it's the royal theater this was a community hub for so long especially for the african-american community in the 1920s and 30s and 40s and it's back it's back it's back so we reopened in october yeah. That's so a long, long, long rehab. <laughs> what happened? Why did Rex shut down? Well, we shut down because we this took longer than expected. So we shut in June, early June, and then it, it just it just took that long. You know, pandemic, timing, supply chain, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Everything takes longer. Everything takes longer. Well, you're, you're open and ready for New Year's. Yes, so ready for New Year's. And talk about, you know, what this place is to me is elegant and luxe. And that's what I like in a holiday wine. So we're talking about holidays, and especially the new year. What do you want to do with your new year? Well, you're ringing out the old. In a lot of cases, the old was kind of nasty this year. And we're ringing in the new, and I think so many people are hopeful. So, wow, let's, let's go and let's find something fun, festive, but really a little bit luxurious. You
2: know, as a business owner, what are you thinking about with gatherings and with you know, rules for restaurants and who can come in? Are, what's, what's on your mind?
1: Well, you know, I think what's been on everyone's mind is we're, we're happy the city finally did go to a vax-only policy in Dorb because otherwise we were left to our own devices, and now there's a clear policy, that's where we're going, we don't have to fight with people and argue, we don't have to set our own policy, and it makes a lot of sense, right? And, you know, look, it's a gathering time of year, you want to be with people, but it's not that safe to be with strangers. So not everybody is going to be going out to the club and actually probably a lot of people are
2: going to be just gathering with small groups and small, maybe just their families or maybe just their
1: significant other. What do you recommend? Well, since you're going to be going small, why not spend a little more money than you might normally? So, okay, generally speaking, people think of bubbles, sparkling wine for especially for New Year's Eve. I agree completely. I'll drink it all the time, but yes, I agree. So why not go ahead and pick that bottle that you would never pay more than whatever. Whatever your price point is. Do you pay $10? Go, go for 15 Do you pay 20 Go for 30 Do you pay 50 Go for $100. you are only buying for, what, two or three people instead of, you know, 25 at a party? Just go ahead and get something really new, different, interesting, fun, festive, and important feeling, right? Important for that New Year celebration. Yeah, we need
2: a, we need a good New Year. So, yeah. so what's kind of like a really good luxe champagne that we should choose?
1: Well, so I'm actually going to go a little bit away from champagne, just because I'm me, and you know, I love global wines. So, one of my absolute favorite sparkling wines right now, and by the way, this is champagne method, so it's just not called champagne just not from the Champagne region, right? But it's called Lebnat. That's because it's a Petnat, which is a a style of of wine, a Petit Naturel. It's a style of wine made in Lebanon. So normally called Petnat, so this is called Lebnat. And these are two of my favorite wines in the universe. There's a ruby and a gold. And it's from Mercel Wines. And these just have the most delicate, lovely little bubbles that kind of, you know, zip into your nose, which is what makes sparkling wine so fun. The gold has just wonderful, like, lime zest and lemon zest and a little bit of other citrus, but it feels so elegant, so, so elegant, and I think people would be really surprised when you said, oh, that's not champagne, that's Lebnat. So, you know, it's got fun, festive, and elegant, and luxurious, and you can buy that at Jet for it's you know $45 a bottle. So it's it's, it's not cheap, but it's it's something if you're going to try it, try it now. Try it on New Year's Eve. Have fun with it. Right, when it's just like two people at home. Yep. Absolutely, because you're going to finish the bottle and if you're going to pay 45 bucks for the bottle, you, you should get half of it, right? Totally. Yeah, so that yeah. or more. I don't know more. <laughs> or the whole, or if you're by yourself, that's good too. Yeah. yeah. And and or if you if you really prefer, you know, go ahead and get a champagne. Get a, you know a champagne from champagne. I, I do want to point out to everyone that you know there are lots of great sparkling wines from every single region of the world. Truly, Armenia makes great sparkling wine. Obviously, Lebanon, Georgia, the country of Georgia. But of course, the French are known for their champagne. They're a little harder to come by this year. But we have a really wonderful one called Des Sotels So Des Sotels Cuire is a very typical, but fine and elegant, you know, fine, fine mousse, the mousse are the bubbles. It's got what we call brioche. So most champagnes, because of the way that they're on the leaves, they're left on the skins and and the must, et cetera, et cetera. So they get like a brioche nose. So when people talk about champagne, they say, oh, brioche, it's got brioche on the nose. And you have to say it that way, brioche. Brioche."
2: Is that what makes the sparkling wine a little more expensive is the size of the bubbles?
1: No, no. So what makes so what makes champagne more expensive is the name. Well, <laughs> <I love> champagne. <laughs> no, but um, the real issue is that all those places. So if it's champagne, you know there are laws about how many years, for instance, has to age. And if same thing with Francia Corta, which is a, a basically Italian champagne. Laws and regulations about where it comes from, how it's made, how many years. So you're not talking about a simple process. It takes a long time to do this. And what if you lose a whole vintage? Then you don't have anything for. Two years, right? So you know these these are these are labor intensive, um, and and dangerous. It's dangerous to to put all your eggs in that basket that you might that might not work out. Got it. So pricey, and they're good, and it's just delicious, delicious, delicious. What What? adds to the price of the wine? The how long they have to wait ferment, wait. That's that's part of it, right? So for instance, um, if you're talking about champagne or French corda, you need. Literally two years on the lees, right? To to make, in fact, in French Accordia, it's even a little more to get to a certain classification. But so just that that time, and also there's something called uh, racking, where people actually have to go and turn the bottles a certain amount every day to make sure that the what I talked about before, the lees don't, you know, the stuff doesn't all the gunk doesn't all just settle in one place. You got to keep turning it so that it gets to the right spot. In, es- in essence, it has to all settle and kind of go to the right spot for them to then go- move on to the next step. But so you've got manual labor, you've got location. So of course, there are, like any place else, there are better plots. It's like your center city restaurant rent. There are certain locations that cost a heck of a lot more because they see so much more foot traffic and they're full of tradition and they're this and that. Same thing with wine. Your grapes from here are more expensive because the soil is known to have certain wonderful qualities or the winemaker is is phenomenal or it's got a history. So all those things go into making the price more or less. Awesome. Okay, what else is on the list? Uh, So the other thing I love to do, and I know we're talking mostly about sparkling, but you can do anything this time of year. I really love to have a couple different, so I love a a light, fresh red. And I know that sounds strange, right? A light, fresh red in in the heart of winter. But no, those are the wines that go well with food. So the the other thing we're talking about sparkling wine, one of the reasons it's so good at the holidays, it goes well with so much food. You can have it with oysters, you can have it with caviar, you can have it with French fries, pretzels, chips, nuts, you name it, eggs in the morning. You can have it with anything. Same with a, with a light, bright red. So a lot of people talk about Pinot Noir. Yes, that's great. But we have a wonderful wine called, uh, it's Casey Labs Syrah. So it's a Syrah, which is typically a big, big, big drinking grape from Sonoma. But this is, this is something that's called carbonic maceration. It's simply a style. It, it would take a little bit of time to explain, frankly. So it's simply a style that results in a nice, Fresh wine, fresh red wine that's got a little zip and zest to it, and it just drinks really well, and it's a little bit refreshing, and it gets some kind of complexity and some great qualities that make it go well with food of all types. You don't have to have it with steak. You can have it with the same things I mentioned, even oysters. So for New Year's Eve, like, are these all good appetizer wines, like, to drink with, like, light bites? Sure. Absolutely, And, uh, you know, because what do you want to do on New Year's Eve? Graze. Yeah. Like, I, I want to graze. And right now, you know, people are all wanting to do things like relish trays, charcuterie boards. So for a relish tray, that, this is where champagne and sparkling wine truly excel. Because a good, you know, the light reds I'm talking about, especially the carbonic maceration ones, you can do that. I'll, I'll do that with pickles. Some people might not like that. But, but sparkling wine, eh. Classic, classic, classic with so many things. So get yourself a pickle board with you know uh, cornichon and, and even dill. I like a dill pickle, frankly. Give me a you know give me a wonderful dill pickle. Your smoked herring, your pickled herring, your you know smoked fish. Whatever you want to do on there, that goes well with your with your sparkling wine. What's your dream charcuterie board for New Year's Eve? This is very personal to me because I this is the tradition in my family. Always smoked chubs. You've got to have smoked chubs. What are smoked chubs? Oh, just fish, smoked fish. It's a chub is a is a type of uh, is a type of fish type of perch, I think, but don't quote me on that. <laughs> don't quote me. Okay. <laughs> um, so, but it's they're about, you know, yay, big, eight inches, ten inches long. You get a nice uh, uh, super smoky flavor out of them. So smoked fish, I do love pickles. I do love a shrimp cocktail. I would like some oysters, please. I would like simple potato chips with a french onion dip. I want caviar. Yes, yes, I want caviar. And let's just throw on some pretzels cuz I love pretzels. So it's kind of for me it's it's a weird oh, I've got to have some meat. Actually, liverwurst? Could you please put some liverwurst on for me with some mustard? Yeah, um that's my favorite. A lot of people might if you want to if you want to shift that a little bit and go a little more high end Switch the liverwurst out and put in some pâté. <laughs> if you want to switch the salami and put in a high-end speck, you know. I like my flavors in my, in my crudité and charcuterie boards to be really strong. So, like I said, liverwurst. You like the salty. Ah. Yep, yep, absolutely. And this year, you, you did mention caviar. Oh, I always mention caviar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, particularly if, if we're having small gatherings, then why not spring for it, right? Why not? Why not? Again, it's the one time a year and I know it's expensive, but you know, if if you think of it this way, if you are somebody who would put on a party or would, you know, pay for a meal for 8 people, okay, that that's expensive. So, what are you saving with that? Go ahead. Don't don't you you could think of it as a as a way to save money for yourself. But you know what? It's the holidays. It's a new year. We've all been hit a little hard. Take care of yourself. Spend that money on you,
2: right? Small gathering.
1: Yeah. Spend it on you. Spend it on you know whatever your your significant other, your your child, whatever you want to do. Spend it on you and, and, and a couple special people and and go all out. Really enjoy yourself.
2: What's a good caviar and what does it go what like go What does go well with like uh, drink wise?
1: Well, caviar for sure. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a caviar and vodka drinker myself, <laughs> um, but, but I will always take, take uh, uh, sparkling wine. So caviar, you know, is salty. It's a little salty. You put it on crackers, which are also a little salty, but you do bland ones. You get a little of the cream from the, the creme, creme fraiche, right? So you can go into something very rich. That's why sparkling wine, though, it's got the acidity to cut through the richness. It's got some acidity to go with the salt. It's got some acidity to go with that nice crunchy texture of the caviar. That's why it's perfect. But you, you could, if you wanted, you know, go ahead with the vodka because that's classic as well. Go with, a, with an acidic white wine. That's also classic. I'd stick with the sparkling. Nice. And so are there
2: different, like, elements of a charcuterie board? Because there's the salty, there's the protein.
1: Yeah, yeah, you, you hit it right on the head. It's just like, you know, when you're cooking a meal, those are the things you think about. I want my umami, I want my sweet, I want my salty, I want my protein, I want my carbs. And think about your charcuterie board the exact same way. Because you don't want everything the same flavor. That, then it's just kind of boring. It's like, oh, mm-hmm, more salty meat, more salty meat, which I love. <laughs> but, you know, you need a break. You need a break from that to, to like make that flavor pop again. So, so what are the elements? So for me, the elements would be salty, fatty. And of course, you can do those in one. <laughs> salty, fatty. I like something a little sweet, but not too sweet. So maybe some... Um, You know, for me, sweet is like a beet pickled egg. (laughs) I know, know like a candied, candied, uh, candy candy pecans would be great too. But yeah, I I like pickled eggs. Um, So my my tastes are kind of bizarre. But always do, yeah, the sweet, the salty, the 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 fatty Um, cheese again, kind of does those things. Cheese is also in my my mind like a little palate cleanser because of that creaminess, and it kind of kind of a little bit of blandness in some cheeses kind of kind of coats your tongue, clears your palate. So I like that. And then uh, cracker-wise, something, you need something to either, uh, either a veg or a, something to oh, yeah. Yeah. wipe it. And it should, it should be crunchy, I think. I think that your, your, your cheese board, your charcuterie board, your relish tray um, should have a cracker, a crispy, crispy cracker. And it can be saltines. I think saltines make great uh, crackers for that. But otherwise, you know, go out and buy your fancy sea salt and rosemary or, or whatever, even those, those wonderful sesame crackers, rice crackers. I think anything as long as it's got a little crunch carrot. Yes. Carrot, celery, um, apple, you know, as long as it's not a mealy one, get, get the good ones. Uh, yeah. Anything like that. Anything that gives you that crunch and kind of serves as a, as a, as a, let's call it a bland, um, vehicle for whatever you're going to put on top so cut it in a way that you could put the cheese on top yep you know that bias cut that 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 cookbooks will often tell you to do cut stuff on the bias so that you got a nice long flat slice of carrot so you got a nice long flat uh, slice of what cucumber whatever you want absolutely and then it looks and it looks elegant and you put it right you into put your it right mouth. in your mouth that's right and you can even and it's firm enough it's not going to like sag on you so yeah you're good yeah like wipe a little cheese yep and, and you won't
2: drip a, it on your shirt right or a little like uh you know, meat or whatever yeah, it is. Absolutely. Whatever it may be. What are you looking forward to this year? How has this year been for you? And what are you looking forward to in 2022? <laughs>
1: so, this year has been crazy. As you know, Hadas, I actually adopted three kids from Bulgaria. Like three weeks ago. So um, Congratulations. What a year for you. <laughs> it has been quite a year. So for me, I am actually, as I've been talking to you about this, I want to treat myself. <laughs> I want to treat myself to my, my Lebnat wines. I want to go home and drink them all. The kids are so great. They're like We're showing them new things every day. This will be their first holiday here. And I, I think that's that's important. It's like seeing the world through new eyes. This has been such a terrible year. And it's like... I think, I think it's something that I would wish for everyone, not, not to have this kind of a change, but to realize, you know, that, that you're, it's a new year. It's a new year. Just, just, just put that past behind you. There are a lot of great things that could happen this year and hopefully will. And, you know, try to think about it through, through the eyes of somebody who maybe is worse off than you or, 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 or some such thing. And, and I, I think that makes the year ahead look so much more rosy and, you know, gives you the perspectives to really say, okay, You know what? We can do this. <laughs> we can do this. Let's just let's let's treat ourselves well right now. Let's drink that wine or that sparkling water if you want. But let's just carry on. Let's uh, let's do something good for each other and, and have a nice year. What perspective? I know this has been a long time coming for you <laughs> with the family. It has been, it's like five years. So even longer than the Rex took to redo. <laughs> And you did it all at once. You just adopted all three siblings yes. all together. Yeah, sibling group from Bulgaria. It was, uh, you know, 7, 8, and 12. Kind of a crazy, crazy thing, and they're nuts. Any, anybody out there with 7, 8, and 12-year-olds or whatever, I think, can understand. I understand. It. You're an instant family of five. Instant family of five, which, you know what? As a restaurant owner, I realize is not smart because it's, like, you know, so much harder to get a reservation. <laughs> People be like, so why didn't you have six, you know, four kids or two kids? Like, well, you know, that's that's <laughs> how they came. That's how they came. <laughs> it doesn't work with the table. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and looking into twenty twenty two, what are your hopes and expectations? Uh, so for the, you know, I, I'm I'm really hopeful we're going to break out of this pandemic, or at the very least, come come to some sort of normal. This is just uh, so frustrating. So you know, the restaurants are great. People are are are. Been so friendly and helpful. Everybody's looking forward to getting back out uh, with the new restaurants. This and then Sorina's which you know is out um, is new as well. Uh, we have these wonderful chefs. We have great uh, party spaces. We we can you know we can help you have a great time. And so my hope is that will will people will come to get to know us, break out of their funks, come on out and and really enjoy themselves. And I mean that really enjoy themselves.
2: Yeah. Are there any trends that we picked up through the pandemic for restaurants that are not going away?
1: Oh, you know what's really funny is that people now want to share food again. So it's bizarre-ish to us, but, you know, that's a trend that, that, like, people were home and not wanting to, you know, nobody wants to share food, of course, and now people are really into small plates again. Obviously, bread, everybody loves their bread, so bread service is going to be a little bit more important, I think. And people love their pickles. So all these things that people were able to do at home, they kind of, I think, want to continue doing out, so we need to, to like say, well, of course you can have a pickle tray. Of course you can have a you know fermented foods. That's why fermented foods are so hot right now. That's not going away I think because people started doing their own they might have gotten sick of it, but they still want those flavors. So now they're ready to come out and pay somebody else to do that for them. So pickles,
2: breads and whatever else they were making at home.
1: All those home things. Yep, yep. And you know cookbooks. So I, so people I think were you know got used to using cookbooks to make fancy foods and they just don't want to do it anymore. They want to eat those foods but they're ready to come to a restaurant and let Chef make it for them.
2: Well, Happy New Year to you, Thank Jill. Thank you. Same to you, Hadass. You have so much going on with the family of five, with the three kids, um, and of course, the three restaurants. Three restaurants? Three, four restaurants. Four, re- four wait, restaurants. Wait, what are the
1: four? So we've got Jet Wine Bar, Rex at the Royal, Cafe Inez, and Soar Inez. Oh, right, right, right. right. The Cafe right, Inez. Right, right. Exactly. They sound like one, but they're, but they're two. So you have seven children. Yeah, in a way
2: four <laughs> restaurants and three cats exactly. and two cats and wow well, you've got a lot on your plate <laughs> in 2022
1: Yeah, happy new year Joe. thanks same to you
2: that's it for this episode of what's cooking on KYW you can follow the show and get other delicious tidbits on Instagram at food in the 215 and follow me on Twitter and Facebook for more news and insights at Hadass Kuznets If you have a food tip or feedback about the show, reach out. And please take a moment to help us by rating and reviewing the show on iTunes. It helps us to keep making the podcast and get it to new listeners. I'm Hadass Kuznets, and that's what's cooking.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?